Did she really do that? You betcha she did. Welcome back to You Betcha She Did, the podcast where female entrepreneurs and women who have paved the way share their wit and wisdom. I'm your host, Raina Rikiki. Today, I have a guest who has her hands in so many things. It's pretty incredible. Her name is Charm Durr. And let me just kind of go off her list of accolades. She is a culture tech founder who is launching a new platform. She is a DEI consultant who's forming a collective called Wonder at Work. For other DEI professionals, she's a children's author, and she does a little bit of everything. So, Charm, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Raina. I'm I'm super excited to be here. I'm really excited that you're here as well. I've heard from a number of different women throughout Sheboygan County and other areas are like, you need to get Charm on the show. And so I'm glad that you're finally here and we can, (laughs) yeah, dig in your brain. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that. Let's start, I guess, with the culture tech platform, uh, Get Together. So first, just kind of explain, like, what is a culture tech platform? Yeah, so a culture tech um, platform is software that's designed to connect people. Um, And so it looks at the cultural aspect of things. And so I started this platform about a year and a half ago and had the opportunity to be accepted into the Idea Advance cohort, which is just recently rounding out. And that is a program that's through um, UW-Madison. And so that's just been really exciting to learn more about Lean Startup, to have a better understanding about just the ecosystem of funding, and then also to build community, which is really, really important in the startup world, especially for um, traditionally marginalized communities, just helping them to be connected and have those networks so that their startup um, organizations can thrive. So that's been really, really exciting work. How did you even find um, like this ideas cohort at UW-Madison? Because I agree, it's like you have people have these great ideas, but then they don't know where to go for funding or where to go to connect with other startup entrepreneurs. So how did that happen for you? Yeah, I was, you know, I was just doing tons of research um, because there are so many different accelerator programs and you have to find one that's right for you, right? So some focus on, Um, how to get more funding and some focus on how you can flesh out your idea more. Some only focus really on networking and mentorship. And um, I just did a lot of research and I found this one and it just seemed like such an amazing fit. And I applied and I was just so grateful that they accepted my idea um, because the idea in itself came from all of the different changes that happened in my life as, you know, my, as I moved to different places, even my husband and my friends and, people that I've talked to through my customer discovery, it was really centered around like, how do I find community wherever I go? And so the tagline for Get Together is a friend anywhere and adventure everywhere. And essentially with this platform, you're able to, you know, create these diverse social connections, um, you know, right off the, right off the start. And I think that's really important when we talk about, you know, inclusive communities and what makes Uh, you know, folks stay in communities and stay at the organizations. And it's because they've been able to have a sense of belonging and, you know, have an easier route to being connected to those around them. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I feel like, um, you know, even since the pandemic, so many people have felt disconnected, you know, and kind of lost their way and their social groups and people have changed it. It's, it just seems like it's more important ever than ever before 
for your mental health, especially to have those connections and that grounding and people who support you and cheer you on. Agreed. That's great. Agreed. Yeah. And I mean, and there's so much research around it, right? Like, you know, folks have people that they can go, you know, to a birthday party with, right? If it's your birthday, you can have 20 or 30 people come, but then who do you go grab a coffee with? You know, if you just need someone to talk to, who can you go, you know, just to connect with? So it's really, how do we build those um, deeper connections where you, you can connect more. So what are the next steps with that now? Yeah, lots of next steps. Um, so, <laughs> so right now, you know, in, in terms of rounding out the program, we're pre-seed, pre-launch. And so just looking for customers, looking for funding and doing some test runs with some organizations throughout Wisconsin. So that's been really exciting work as well. Yeah, that's great. Because you also have a, a full-time job besides this. Am I making that up? Or I do. You... I do. Yeah, I, I do. I do full-time work in the DEI space. Um, but all of this work that I've been doing um, has just really ex- extended the entire length of my career is just being in the people and culture space. So I'm, you know, I'm able so to navigate. So it's like an extension. Yeah, it's, yeah you know, it's, it's an extension of, of what I do. And I think you know, it's, it's kind of back to that adage when you're just passionate about something you just do. And um, there's a quote about, um, I think it's activism is the rent that I pay for living on this planet. And that's just what I do in every area of, of my work. Yeah, that's um, Alice Walker. <laughs> Alice Walker said that. Oh, nice. Okay. That's yeah. a great quote. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. It's a, it's an extension of what you already do. Because I, in my head, I was thinking, I'm like, how is she balancing all these different things? Because, you know, often um, for a lot of entrepreneurs and people starting businesses, there's so much and it's overwhelming, but there is a passion behind it that drives you and you you want to see results. So it's you just you dig in and you you do what you can do in the meantime. Yeah, you know, and and I think a lot of it um, centers to managing competing priorities. And I think you and I even talked about this in terms of scheduling, um, just, you know, to have this podcast, there's so much going on, but again, you have to, it's a rubber ball, glass ball, right? So there are some things that you have to push to the side and prioritize others. And it's about finding that balance and harmony. I will say that everything that I do is possible because I have a community behind me. I'm not you know, I may have my hands in, in so many different spaces, but I have such a strong support system that helps to make all of this possible, honestly. Yeah, that's wonderful. Do you mm-hmm. have advice for others? Like, how can people find their support system? Is it just taking the initiative to ask for help? What, what advice yeah. do you have for others who are trying to build? Yeah, what, you know, my suggestion is to um, to be picky, Right. You have to curate your friendships and your network, just like you curate your social media feed um, and be really intentional about folks who are, you know, people that bring you sunshine. Right. People that speak your name in rooms without you being there. Those are the people that you have to navigate to and build your network in those spaces. There's been so many times where I've been you know, granted an opportunity because of someone in my network said, you know, I met Charm, you know, she did a great job at this. And, you know, so I wasn't in that room to speak up for myself. And so those are the folks who I stay connected to. And then I ensure that I reciprocate that. Yeah, I love that. You're always kind of like, who's who's in my corner? 
who's got my back and yes. I'm going to get their back. So, you know, in the world of women entrepreneurs and leaders, there's often a lot of women along the way who lift each other up and help each other out. Um, is there anyone or maybe a group of women that you felt have really helped you along in your journey? I do. I, I definitely do. Um, some some that I would name would be Jess Lambrick at UW Green Bay. Uh, she has been so phenomenal for me and and just, you know, very her and I met years ago. Um, in her previous role at a different organization and just immediately clicked. And she's just always been so supportive in the work that I've done and, and has, you know, given me opportunities to connect throughout the community. And so I'm really appreciative of that. Um, I'd also say at Word at Word Haven Bookhouse in Sheboygan, Kelly D. Holstein has just been like phenomenal. She had my book you know, featured and at her actual store grand opening. And so that was our first introduction to each other. And ever since then, she's just been um, such a supporter of me. So I'm super appreciative of that. Um, I can even think of just women leaders in the community who I look up to. I would think of um, Robin Davis out in Brown County. She's doing amazing work in the nonprofit space. Um, Veronica Warren at UW-Whitewater is just doing amazing work in higher education. And so, you know, I just look to them to keep me uplifted. And, and I'm sure, I mean, I could, I could name so many more, um, <clears throat> but I've, I've just been really grateful to have the opportunity to be connected with them. Yeah, it's always good to um, give a shout out to women who have helped other women up. Uh, there's a quote and uh, the person, I'm going to forget it now, and it'll come to me. It was a former Secretary of State, Madeleine Albright. And she had a quote where it said something to the extent of, there's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of love it. It's right. sassy. And I was like, yeah, we all need to help each other. That's right. <laughs> we all need to help each other. And, you know, it's, it's, the, you know, it's the, the lift after the climb, right? So as I've ascended to, you know, the, the top of my career, how am I looking behind me or even looking side to side and not seeing it as competition, but that it's an opportunity for all of us to succeed. And so, yes, so that's definitely, I mean, that's something that I'm constantly, constantly faced with. Um, and, and yeah, it's just a learning lesson. Yeah, I love that. There's space for everybody. Yes, there is. It's not a pie, right? Like success is not a pie. It's space for everyone. You Betcha She Did is sponsored by John Erline Photo. Ladies, it's time to put your best face forward. Your headshot should reflect the confidence and professionalism that you bring to the table. I understand that having your photo taken can be a little nerve-wracking, maybe even a little uncomfortable. That's why John Erline Photo is here to coach you every step of the way. With a gentle and supportive approach, John's expertise as an expression coach will guide you to a headshot that truly captures your unique personality and professionalism. Over 100 five-star reviews can attest to the fact that John Erline Photo has helped hundreds of people feel comfortable and confident in front of his camera. Myself included, I love the headshots I got from John. Everyone deserves to have a headshot that they love, and John is here to make that happen. Book your appointment now at www.johnerlinephoto, that's J-O-N-E-R-L-I-E-N, photo, 
www.thinkandgrowthpodcast.com. Your image is worth investing in. Well, let's talk next about your children's book, My Happiness Counts. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like, I love it. You became an author. You wrote a book. Like, how did that go? (laughs) Um, So, you know, actually, it started off as a song for my son, Jet, um, when he was when he was little. And, you know, my mother growing up, she would always do you know songs for us. And so that was just something that I wanted to to do for my son. And this the book even starts off with one big smile from mommy to match mine, which is something actually that my mother used to say to me and my brothers when we were growing up, right? And it was her way of saying, you know, like my I know that my mental health and, you know, how I present myself, I know that all of this impacts the way that you see the world in some way, right? And so us looking at her smiling and saying like, I'm okay, everything's okay right now, that would automatically be a reset for us. And so I wanted to build that um, into this book. And so essentially it's, you know, it was started off as a counting song. And then around the time of the pandemic, uh, my husband and I were, you know, just having a chat and, you know, just talking about, you know, just the world as it stands, you know, how are we being intentional about how we talk to our children about certain topics? You know, how are we being intentional about helping them to show up in the world as their best selves? And we recognize even in them being young children under the age of five, we have to start having those conversations so that as they progress through life, they already have a foundation of love and support and, you know, understanding their social emotional connections, you know, to those around them. And so my husband was like, you should really make this into a book. And um, I said, there are so many counting books. And essentially, he was just like, well, how many different ways can you make macaroni? And I'm like, I don't it's a good point. No, and he's like, and cookbooks <laughs> are going to come out every year, right? And yes, so, yeah, with a new new version, new twist, you know, a new twist, right? And so, um, you know, it's it's also an, another part of me, just you know, in in terms of community being very important to me. I don't feel that my gifts are my own, and so anytime that you have something that you can share with the world. Or, I mean, in, in, you know, the world could be your community, your neighbor, your friends, however big you want to define your world to be, you know, you kind of have to, right? Like, that's how we, that's how we make the world a better place. That's how we, you know, make it better than we inherited it. So, yeah, 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 yeah 100%. Plus, you just feel so good. You know what I mean? When you're sharing your gifts and you're helping other people, there's just some intrinsic um, happiness that comes from that, you know? So, yes, and your yes. happiness counts. Yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And so, you know, and, and I think an- another really important part too about the book is that, you know, essentially it's teaching little ones that in everyday moments, your happiness can be found, right? And it can be inside of you and it can also be outside of you. And even though this is a message for little ones, it's still a message for adults, right? Because as adults, um, you know, how it, it becomes difficult to navigate seeking happiness and seeking joy, right? Because there are so many different external factors. And so how do we ensure that we prioritize ourselves? How do we make it a habit to know how to find our way to happiness if we do get lost, right? So I'll ask a question to you. What is 
one thing that really made you happy this week? Oh, great question. Um, I just went to the store and I bought some seeds to grow pumpkins and uh, some flowers and like some herbs and stuff. And I'm just so excited. I love gardening. I love growing. I'm not a great gardener, but I just like watching things grow. And I'm really excited to start that process. Like probably today, after I pick my kids up, I was like, let's get gardening. (laughs) And that's in the book. So it's, it's about buying some seeds, planting some seeds and watching them grow, right? That's and so that was that was perfect. Um, okay, let me think for myself. Something that made me happy. It actually just happened right before you and I connected. But my my children were outside, splashing in their little pool like as a puddle, and it was just like the sheer, <laughs> like their sheer joy of you know. So just seeing them happy and seeing them um, just you know engaging with each other. It's just that just always makes me happy. Yeah, 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 it's a really nice reminder to slow down, right? And you're like, look how much fun they have, they are having just doing like the simplest thing. Simplest and you're like, thing. oh, yeah, right? That childlike wonder, I need to reconnect with it. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's something every every adult, I'm, I think we all need because we do we get lost in the hum of our lives and all the factors and all the stimulus coming in. And you just have to be able to turn it off and yeah, reconnect. Yeah. And so it's so important. And I, and I think too, for women, um, you know, to a certain extent, we've been socialized to cater, right. And to um, overlook our own needs for others. Right. So it's like foregoing our happiness and we can easily recite off someone else's like favorite meal and favorite TV show and favorite this and that. Right. But when it comes to ourselves, it's like, Hmm, yeah, what do I do for fun? You know, but you know how to plan for everything. <laughs> I know, to have fun, right? You can plan the best party. You can put the best get together, um, the best social gathering, right? But it's like, how do I look at myself? So, yeah, just it's really important for for us, especially you know, women to to prioritize our happiness as well, because you can't pour from an empty cup. No, no, no. Yeah, you got to energize yourself if you're going to be able to give back to anybody else. And uh, it's true, we often. I don't know, society, like you said, socializes us to keep giving. And it, there just comes a point where we have to, we have to stop that. Um, one of my favorite, um, she's not like a productivity coach. I don't know. She's just like a goal setting coach. She has this great um, way to think about monthly goals. And, and I do this with my friends sometimes. So at the first of the month, uh, first we say blessings, which is I used to be in Nigeria for six years. And I love that about Nigeria. On the first of every month, everyone goes around and they say blessings to your family, blessings. And it's just this really wonderful way of like wishing everyone well when the month starts. And I just kind of carry that tradition over. But so we do that. And then we say, okay, this month, what's something that I want to lean in on? Like really focus on what's something I'm going to show up for. Like I'm not going to put all my energy and I'm going to show up. And then what's something I'm going to let drift because you can't do it all. And there always has to be something that you're just going to let slide so you can focus on, you know, whatever is the most important thing you're going to try to tackle or do it. Sometimes that's, yeah, sometimes that's self-care, right? You're like this month, I really need to kind of recharge myself. So, and I love that way to think about it. And you know, it's, you know, just in you even bringing up, you know, self-care, a lot of times self-care is promoted as like a bubble bath, right? And it's like, I should be it's able like, to bathe. It's not necessarily like, that. Should... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a luxury. <laughs> luxury, right? Um, and so, so to your point, like prioritizing your goals, prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your happiness is part of self-care. 
Absolutely love that. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. Before we started this interview, we were talking about, you know, just helping women to reach for more. Talk to us a little bit about that. Like we kind of already kind of dove into it with self-care, but what do you see going on in the world? You know, so one thing I'll say is um, I am very multi-passionate and I always have been um, ever since I was young. And in so many ways, that's frowned upon a bit, right? When folks have their hands in a lot of different businesses or areas or just um, like hobbies, it's like, oh, that person's not like they're doing too much, right? And so essentially, it's really about finding Again, what brings you happiness, where you, um, where you can see yourself excelling at, and then going after it, regardless of what that industry is, regardless of what, you know, um, what others say about you. And I'd also add that, oh gosh, there's this quote that's essentially saying, if you ask some, you know, if you want to do something, just say you're reaching for the stars and you want to do a program or you want to, you know, get something started and folks say no then that just means those are not the people to do it with, right? Like no doesn't mean stop. No means keep going, but with other people, right? Yes, that's just not your audience or your (laughs) client or, you know, whatever you might need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and so it's just, it's about, you know, building that that, uh, resilience muscle, if you will. You know, don't let that atrophy, just letting others tell you what you can't do and what you should be doing with your time. Um, there's always, there's always more to do, you know, for your community. There's, there's always, um, an opportunity for you to grow yourself, an opportunity for you to unlearn outdated information. Um, so I think that there's just always an opportunity to better yourself and in whatever way we should always move towards that. It's that's kind of going along with it. You just have to keep learning and find another, that way doesn't work. Find another way. You yeah. Know, there's, there's millions of opportunities and paths to go down. Yes. Agreed. So speaking of paths, yes. What, what's gotten your path next? What's coming what's, up for charm? <laughs> what is coming up for charm? Um, so something that I've been uh, working on lately is another children's book. It's centered around explaining what community is to, to little ones. So I'm really excited about that. Um, wrapping that up and then um, securing an illustrator for that. And I'll also be working on some um, public readings for my happiness counts. So I'm excited that, you know, summer's gearing back up again and I'll be able to get out and about and do some events in the community. So really excited about that. And I've relaunched my consulting and facilitating um, training brand as Wonder at Work. And so that's been really exciting. Um, you know, it's a collective. I, you know, I want it to be a collective of organizational development, DEI, HR professionals. And so I'm just really excited about some of the opportunities that I've already done in the community around training and facilitation. And so that is what's Excellent. been coming down well, the pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. I wish you the best of luck with that. You know, before you were talking about how people frown on uh, multi passionate people, but I just find it inspiring. I was like, it's awesome. You know, and why not, why not go after all those things? And like you said, make a difference and, and get out there and, and find people's happiness, (laughs) help help them along the way. Yeah. So speaking of of your book, I know it's at Wordhaven Bookhouse. Um, Are there other places people can find your book as well? Yes. Um, You can find it at Bookworm Gardens in Sheboygan. 
Um, it is also at um, Bookheads in Plymouth. And you can also find it online at Amazon. Great. So a lot of options out there. And if people want to get in contact with you and connect with you, what's the best way to do that? So the best way to connect with me is on LinkedIn at Charm Durr. And then you can also, if you would like to connect with me through my children's book, you can connect with me on Instagram at Happiness Counts Book or via my website at www.myhappinesscounts.com. And then for Wonder at Work, you can connect with me through that website, which is www.wonderatwork.com. And I'll have all of these accounts and uh, websites linked in the show notes. So just to make it easy for everyone to connect and uh, get a book of their own. So Charms, thanks again for being on the show. As always, if you like what you're hearing on You Betcha She Did, don't forget to share the show with a friend, um, subscribe, follow us on social media, and of course, leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. The more positive reviews we get, the easier it is for listeners to find us. And that means we are supporting more women. Until next time.